Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rodcast. I'm sitting down with Pastor Rod today and we're talking about eternal rewards. So it's going to be an amazing uh, episode today. So just as we dive in, Pastor Rod, can you give us a, a brief overview of this concept of eternal rewards? Okay, so this is for believers after they go to heaven to be with Jesus. And the concept is after the judgment of heaven and hell, the, the great white throne judgment it's called, there is a judgment for Christians. Now, the word judgment is very, very harsh, brutal mm-hmm. word. It means that the decision for Christians. Jesus mm-hmm. is going to make a decision about our rewards in heaven mm-hmm. forever and ever and ever. And so it's a very, very important thing to understand mm-hmm. that we're in heaven. There's no tears. There's no sin. There's no sickness. We're there. We're enjoying it. But there is going to be an unveiling of rewards. It's a mm-hmm. pretty big part of Jesus teaching in the parables yeah. and quite a bit of teaching in um, the, in Corinthians and other books, this concept of, hey, Christians, believers in Jesus, you've got yeah. to know life doesn't end with just death and going to heaven. It is the beginning of the next, the yeah. beginning of the next eternal, eternal season forever mm-hmm. and ever. So I would like to have a great reward. You know, Jesus said yeah. on that day, I'll um, say to those, those people, the good the people that, that did the right thing, you know, good and faithful servant, come in. Mm. You have been faithful with a few things. I'm going to make you faithful with a, a lot of things. Or you've been faithful with, um, you know, the world, the worldly level of wealth. Now receive, you know, true wealth in heaven, yeah. eternal wealth. Mm. And although we don't understand it because we're not living in heaven, mm. it's the most incredible teaching that yeah. I believe we, we believers need to understand. And, and that's the reason why we sacrifice. Yeah. That's the reason why we make strong decisions to even for us to live in Japan. You know, we're here because of a calling Mm. that we felt Jesus called us to come. Mm. And we wanted to come, by the way. Um, But the the concept of, yes, Lord, you know, like like you're the master, we're the servants. Yes, Lord. And we will receive a reward for our sacrifice Mm. uh, in heaven. So I think there is this eternal concept of live for eternity live for destiny mm. that is really really important yeah it's it's such an incredible truth and um as preparing for this podcast uh just been looking at uh throughout the new testament some of the different scriptures which we'll get into in a moment but uh it seems like it's a big doctrine it's a big part of the new testament but you don't hear it often you don't hear it spoken about as much within church within the life of uh, being a follower of jesus why why do you think we don't chat about it enough and and should we talk about it more that's a great question adrian and i th- i think we're, we're all a little guilty of not sharing this enough even you know even even us i think mm. we need to let people know the truth mm. why i just think there's been a huge good amount of teaching on living life for Jesus here on earth. And, and that would include, you know, marriage and parenting and family and leadership and achievement in jobs and financial success and safety. And these are great New Testament themes we should preach mm. on, absolutely, purpose. But I do believe that all of it has to lead to the concept that actually we're here to do God's will. Mm. We're actually here to to obey and hear Jesus say, well done, you did exactly what I called you to do. Mm. And I think the reason why it's not is, as I said, there's been a very strong teaching push towards life now mm. rather than 
yes, life now, but with an eye on the future. It would be the yeah. correction, the counterbalance to that. Mm. But I think there is also a an, an extreme teaching that says this is your best life now. And I think that that is not what Jesus is teaching. Yeah, He's not teaching anybody this is your best life now. He's saying there is another life. That's your best mm. life. So let this be not your best life, but your your sacrifice life, your mm. serving life, your 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 life preparing people for eternity, your life that mm. the only chance you get to witness to people and 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 live for people is is now, but mm. for eternity. And I think that the concept of your best life now, as well as being extremely contextual, mm. for example, there's a lot of people, a lot of Christians on planet Earth right now that would definitely say, this is hell on Earth. Yeah. This is this is a really really hard moment, like in Ukraine or mm. some countries in famine. Yeah. You can't say to them, this is your best life now. You have to yeah. say to them, there is another world. Yeah. And if you live faithful, it's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be incredible. Those mm. cultures or those contexts would mm. just re- re- say, this is not our best life now. Yeah. And for those who are living in an amazing situation, um, very blessed in many ways, I think the challenge is, is that we help those who are not living their best life now, yeah. that we actually consider that maybe we're on the earth to make a difference, yeah. to do something, to sure. sacrifice something, to to live on purpose, to mm. live with mission, to live yeah. with vision, because this is not the final, this is not the final place. So mm. I I think I think there's some correction we need mm. to put into our teaching and preaching that whatever we do, have an eye on eternity, an eye yeah. on destiny, an eye on the next life. So I yeah. think if I could put it another way, it's like if we consider our life now and then eternity, it's like a lot of our thinking of, of our life now is is like 99% mm. and the thinking after it might be 1%. I, I think it yeah. should be 50-50. Yeah. Like we're living living well, marriages, lives, struggling, yes, ups and downs, you know, all the struggles of life, but we have to keep an eye on mm. the right decisions that we live well for eternity. I think this... I honestly think through history, they yeah. have had the balance better than this generation. Mm. I think yeah. through history, they really haven't talked about your best life now. If yeah. you look at a lot of the old hymns and a lot of the old um, gospel songs and a lot of the old concepts, it is struggling through this life, but they're on the other side or the other mm. side of the river. There will be, I, yeah. I think I think through history, because it's been more tough. Yeah. I think there has been much more of a balance, but with the incredible mm. amount of wealth and options that mm. we have, we actually have to keep our eye on eternity. Yeah. It's a, it's a, um, um, it's worth struggling for to understand yeah. that this is not the end. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my answer. I just think we need to bring balance to this yeah. area. Sure. And with this teaching, with this balance, do you think it it can in some way connect so as as i'm taught thinking about this life and living a good life and and wanting to uh, love my wife and and serve people and be a part of purpose as i live that way it is going to link into uh, rewards in heaven the way i live now um and even do following jesus away will bring life with challenges and all of that but that will still connect to yeah uh, eternal reward yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's, if we have our eye on eternity, it's going to make mm. our current, it actually says it in the Bible, it makes our momentary troubles 
okay, like mm. understandable. We can mm. cope in it with God's help. No one likes it. No yeah. one likes trials. No one's saying, yay, I'm earning, you know, something in heaven. Mm. But the Bible says these light and momentary troubles are preparing for us an incredible future. Yeah. And so feeding on those scriptures, living life now, mm. but sacrifice is worth it. Going through the right decisions is worth it. Yeah. You know, like people say, oh, you're missing out on this and that. But we're, we've got a <laughs> conviction mm. that we're living well now, mm. but we're also living for eternity. And it really yeah. does, I think, change a lot of decisions and, yeah. and even mental health of, about understanding troubles. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we've got a lot of troubles here on earth. There's a lot of, yeah. even for, for wealthy people or people with options and opportunities, yeah. there's still troubles. It says that in Proverbs Yeah, and over and over, you know, like, mm. the, the, but what's going to help us is an eternal perspective yeah. that one day we'll understand, yeah. one day we'll know. One day we'll be in heaven and we'll ask Jesus why. One day, yeah. but right now we want to live for God and we want to help a lot of human beings to hear yeah. about Jesus yeah. now. And and so that becomes the mission or the vision that I think is sure. is really missing yeah. in a lot of churches. And, mm. you know, a, a lot of uh, authors who talk about this in the last hundred years have said, you know, you know, the churches without mission is, yeah. is, is missing something very vital, mm. the, the mission to reach people, help people, uh, yeah. live a life of sacrifice now, mm. I'm missing something. Yeah. And I do believe, I really do believe it brings mental health when we help mm. people or we're part of a group that helps people. Yeah. You know, we talk a lot about our, our mission in New Delhi, India, mm. where we help a lot of um, children and their families with education and food and medicine and um dental medical care and the whole families like like thousands and thousands of people are being helped and i say to yeah. our churches you will never meet them until heaven yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> um and, and we're not doing all that that they might become a christian we're not saying it's not like that but we want to just help them and love them yeah but many of them want to know jesus mm, so there's going to be a time in heaven we meet these people uh, we've never met on earth and they're going to say yeah. you know oh thank you so much for the for the food and the education. Yeah. As a result, this happened, yeah. this happened, and here's my family. Yeah. So we've got to get this picture of, of eternal rewards mm. for current sacrifice or current actions. Yeah. And that's why I'd say to any um, people in your local mm. church, give to the poor, give, yeah. give, help, change communities. Mm. It's really a wonderful thing. And I even think the millennials and even more Gen mm. Z love this message. Yeah. I think it's coming around. Yeah. To people saying, well, you know, we, we've actually got a pretty good start in life. This is people yeah. in, in our countries, I guess. Yeah. Is there more? And the answer is yes. Yeah. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. It's now about helping others yeah. to both hear about Jesus and also have their lives made better. I think this is mission. This is vision. And this is going to help mm. a lot of churches, I yeah. think. I really do. That's so awesome. And just reminded of a. Uh, scripture in Matthew 5, uh, 11 and 12, it says, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So even in Jesus' teaching, he's encouraging us, saying that you're going to be insulted. You're going to face persecution. You're going to face hardship. But rejoice. 
Why? Because there's a great reward for you yeah. in heaven. Yeah. That's so good. And there's some other great, yeah, that's a great scripture about, you know, you know this is not, this is not the, the trouble-free life. This, yeah. Pe- people aren't going to like you. Culture is not going to like you. And yeah. even from the first time I got saved at 19, I, I was a fireman. And three days later after I became a fireman, some, a fireman, a, a, a man hit me in the nose mm. and said, don't you ever talk about Jesus again. Mm. And I thought, great introduction to knowing Jesus. But it didn't shake yeah. me because I actually, on my salvation, met Jesus, met grace, and yeah. no one was going to take it away from me. And I was able to share Jesus with my fireman friends. And yeah. so I was persecuted from really day one. Mm. And... Um, I just got through that time and God spoke yeah. to me and made me stronger. Yeah. And it's like the old saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I think it's mm. true with persecution. Yeah. So, whoa, you know, this is real. This is spiritual warfare. It's real. Um, this world is not um, heaven. There are a lot of people that don't like me. And then my family didn't like that I become a believer. And yeah. then my fireman friends didn't like, and then my surfing friends didn't like it because I'd stopped doing stuff with them. And um, me becoming a Christian, um, I had so much joy and, and, and it was so wonderful, but it wasn't that easy. Yeah. But I already had my eyes on eternity when I got saved and thought, I sure. want to live this life of purpose mm. for Jesus Christ. Sure. So, yeah, I, I think that if we try to avoid persecution, yeah. we won't do, won't do anything. Um, there's another yeah. old saying that says if you don't want um, – you know, if you don't want to be criticized, don't do anything, say anything, achieve anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's it's going to come if yeah. you want to make a difference, no matter who you are. Yeah. So, yep, persecution is so good. Uh, another one that Jesus talks about is like forgiving people. Mm. Like, um, it's a really important part of being a believer and, and eternal. And I think that um, forgiveness is such a hard thing, but with God's yeah. help, we can. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it seems it's, like, oh, sorry. Yeah. It seems like it's such good news for, for someone who's, who's, uh, for, for people who are living in tough situations who, for people in Ukraine, or I know that many people in Myanmar and other nations that are struggling and followers of Jesus that are experiencing persecution and in, and it's this good news of like rejoice because this isn't your best life now and you no. can live on purpose yep. mm-hmm. you can live on purpose and and you can even if you even if you're in poverty or you can still live in purpose and know that you will be rewarded greatly in heaven um for this for what yeah. you've done for for jesus yeah. in this world so it's such a motivating in and hopeful message it really is. Mm. And I've, I've visited a lot of poor countries and countries in conflict even, and I've yeah. preached that message. I, I've, I've shared mm. that message and people's mm. eyes light up and say there's, 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 there's hope, there's a future. Mm. Um, absolutely. I, I just think, as I said, some of the old songs that people used to sing when they were in difficulty were about when we, when we cross the river, we're going to be with him and we're going to have no more sadness and sickness. Mm. And this is truth. Yeah. This is true. This is not the best life. Now, this is also really important with a lot of people that say, if God is a God of love, why is there trouble in the world? And the answer is, well, this is not the promised world yeah. without trouble. Yeah. If you think this is that world, you'll be very disappointed and very mm. disillusioned, right? Like, yeah. I thought there was supposed to be all these things from 
from God. Yeah. Um, but we say, well, no, we're supposed to, 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 to live with purpose in this world with mm. God's help. Yeah. But the next world is without sickness and, and war and yeah. sadness. That's, that's the next world. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. Get excited about that because yeah. we are going to be there forever and ever. Yeah. And that's where I think we mentioned earlier about the, the judgment seat of Christ. It's uh, like we, so often the, this idea of judgment is a negative word, but actually that's a positive because the moment Christ is seated on his judgment seat, that's when the world is made right. Everything, yeah. true justice comes and there's those yeah. as we've put our faith in Christ uh, and evil is done away with, death is dealt with. It's that that moment. So judgment is a thing to look forward to because it's a moment all is made right by Jesus. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's read one of these scriptures, Adrian, because um, we have talked a lot about this scripture uh, personally, and mm. I just want to share it with the, the people now. It's, it's 1 Corinthians 3, and Paul is writing to a whole church. The Corinthian church is full of troubles. It's not a best life now church. It's really yeah. got a lot of troubles. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> even in the first few sentences of chapter 3, he's talking about divisions mm. and um, and all sorts of things. And then he gets to this this, this part here, and he's talking about don't, don't compare um, verse, verse 10. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as an expert builder, and someone else is building on it, but each one should be careful how he builds. Mm. So we've got to be careful how, the manner in which we build. Yeah. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Christ Jesus. Mm. And if any man builds on this foundation using, here we go, three good things, three bad things. Three good things is using gold, silver, costly stones. They're the good ones. Or yeah. wood, hay, straw. That's the not so good ones. His work will be shown for what it is because the day, in capitals, the day, the the judgment day for Christians, the day will bring it to light and it will be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality of each man's work. Now, man means man or woman here. Yeah. If what he has built survives, he will receive his reward. Mm. If it is burnt up, he will suffer loss. He himself will be saved because of salvation through Jesus, mm. but only as one escaping through the flames. And he goes on to say, don't you know that you are God's mm. temple? You know, you live your life as God's temple. Don't, mm. don't deceive yourself like this. This is it. So I think mm. that this scripture is really clearly saying to me, what, how do you want to, how do you build Rod? Mm. How do you build Viv? How do you build Adrian and Catherine? How mm. do, do you want to build on wood, hay, straw, which is going to burn up? Or do you want to yeah. build on gold and, costly stones and, mm. and 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 beautiful things that will be shown on that that judgment day for Christians or that decision day yeah. for Christians and I read that and I'm I'm motivated mm. I, I I I don't want my stuff burnt up I don't want this whole mm. you know I'm 63 I don't want this whole 63 years so far to be yeah. I'm in heaven yay but I, I, I didn't do what Jesus wanted me to do or I didn't do it to my best. I didn't, mm. I missed. Um, and only now can I change the yeah. decisions. Yeah. And I really want to encourage anyone who's young watching this, you, people thinking, well, I'm just so young. I have many years to change. You know what? It doesn't work that way. We've got to build for the future from yeah. the moment we're aware of purpose, I think. I really yeah. do. 
so we've got to build for purpose use our one life yeah um there's a great quote i love from a a british cricketer of of past years called city stud rich family educated um and gave up his cricketing career for to reach people in china and Mm. africa and india amazing Mm. um about 150 years ago or something he said this you ready he said only one life will soon be passed only what's done for Christ, for Christ will last. Mm, so and I heard good. that as a brand new baby Christian. It's not Bible, but I just got in my heart from this cricketer yeah. who said, I've decided to follow Jesus. Come on. And um, th- those sort of quotes help me, like in mm. scriptures like this, like live for purpose. Yeah. It's the best way to live, isn't it? Uh, that's awesome. So one thing you said earlier um, was don't compare um, so, yeah, I would love for you just to talk into this idea of like, um, what will my rewards, what will our rewards be based on? Because I guess uh, each of us have different starts and circumstances. And, and it yeah. seems that within the Bible, hmm. uh, what Jesus teaches, if you've been entrusted with a lot, if you've been given a much, much is required. And and so people, yeah. maybe you're, where you were born, the family you're born into, your education or the opportunities. Some people have more, others. And so it seems to be based yeah. on that. So can you speak into that? I can just answer that with one sentence. You'll be judged on what did you do with what you had mm. or what, what did you do with what you were given? Mm. I really do believe this is the key because it brings context. Yeah, and I think a well, good story for this is when Jesus saw the old widow bring a one one little coin mm. to the temple, and she put it in, and and Jesus knew how much she sacrificed. Yeah, and all the wealthy people looked at that and thought that's just that's just nothing. And mm. Jesus said, no, no, she gave out of her want. She yeah. gave out gave out of her need, and it will be remembered. And and I want you to remember mm. that this deciding will come on. What did you do with what you have? Mm. And another another people call that equal sacrifice. Not equal giving, mm. but equal sacrifice is another really good way to think of this that that for me as an Australian who received so much, you know, my my sacrifice is is comparable to my life, what yeah. God gave me as a start. And um I, I go to some of those children in India in New Delhi that we go to, they don't even have um they have nothing. They have no 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 healthcare, hardly any food. Live in a, live in a a cardboard box, mm. and and we're trying to help that. We're trying to change that, and we are. Yeah. But I think life is unfair. Life yeah. is amazingly unfair, but mm. God will judge according to what you did with what you got. So yeah. for someone like that, if they grow up and live for Jesus and help other people and get people mm. off the the rubbish pile. Yeah. into a home and education and helping others. Wow, wouldn't that be an amazing life? Yeah. But they'll never get to the stage of many other people what they were born with. So I just mm. think we have to understand life is incredibly unfair. Yeah. There, there's no way around this. Life yeah. is unfair, but God will judge fairly. Yeah. He sure. will. And mm. that's why he said, you know, uh, to whom much has been given, much will be required. Yeah. And I think that's speaking to us in the Western world as a challenge. Yeah. What did you do with what you got? Yeah. So good. how did you use it? Mm. And I, I hear some people say, well, you know, we have enough for me and my family. And if, if, they're, if, they're, if they're wealthy, I don't think that's a great answer. In fact, there's mm. warnings 
Yeah. <laughs> Jesus told a story of the parable of um, a poor man called Lazarus outside a rich man's gate asking yeah. for food and he didn't get anything. Yeah. And it says the rich man went to, went to Hades, went to hell. Mm. And you sort of think, well, does that mean people who are rich go to hell? No, no. He, was, he went to hell because he, he had right at his gate every day he saw a need and never helped with mm. his great wealth. I think there is a challenge. Yeah. Someone else said, you know, we can't do everything, but we must do something. Mm. So again, I can't get guilty about all the problems in the world, but we can unite to make some difference. Yeah. And again, that's why I love the local church, that we can yeah. combine our strengths mm. and be part of a miracle. Yeah. Um, so con context is huge in this final judgment of Jesus, looking at that widow and saying, you, you're just a, a beautiful woman of yeah. faith. And, yeah. and I, I believe, I've met people in, in um, Thailand and other countries who have given massively like that, yeah. not because I asked. I've never asked money from the poor. Yeah. But, um, but the poor love to give. They do. They actually do. Yeah. They're actually very generous and they're very smiling. And yeah. um, you go to a poor person's home somewhere and they bring out their very best, you know, candy or whatever they, there's a heart to give. And yeah, I, I think that, that that little lady I'm thinking about in Thailand that I saw give so much, I'm just thinking, you know, in heaven, yeah. you know, Jesus said, I go to prepare a mansion for you or a place for you. Yeah, It's speaking about a beautiful space. Mm. It's not like the home she has in Thailand, in the village, yeah. in the in the hot sun. Yeah. And yeah. Jesus is talking about like, I've actually got a reward mm. because how you lived on earth. And I think that there are going to be a lot of surprises yeah. of who gets the best homes in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. I just want a good home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me and my, my, my family around me and, yeah. and people like you and, and friends. Yeah. And, and we, I, I want a good home. And Jesus yeah. says, I'm going to prepare. I think it's um, John 14. I, I go to prepare a, a home, a place yeah. for you in heaven. Yeah. And I think it's going to be beautiful. And I imagine yeah. some of those people who've sacrificed and given mm -hmm. and, and they're going to get to heaven and Jesus is going to say, well done. Yeah. Uh, he, here's your home. Yeah. And they're going to, they're going to cry with joy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Just great. thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And I think others are going to be, um, I can't say disappointed because mm. I don't think that's a, a word of heaven, but they're going to think, yeah. whoa, you know, we, we, missed our, yeah. we missed our calling. Yeah. Um, sure. I don't know. You, you've probably seen something similar, Adrian, the... Yeah, I think just seeing, uh, obviously growing up in South Africa, um, seeing people also coming from different areas of poverty and just living with, with such a sense of joy and purpose, even, even in suffering. And you know that, um, and many of those people um, had this concept of God is going to bless me. God is, I'm living now my purpose life and I know that God will reward me in this life. And And then on the flip side, I think, like you said, like, there's a there's a call to those who have been given much like i consider myself to have yeah. been someone who's been given much i grew yeah. up in a great family grew mm. up in a christian family i uh, had great education i've been part of great i'm part of a great team here in japan so i've been exposed to great leadership and so i consider myself to be god has given me a lot and so yeah. i want to do a lot with it i'm like god yeah. i I really have been given so much. Like I, I've never once 
in my life thought about where my next meal is going to come from. I've never had to think about that. And so I consider myself blessed. And so I'm like, yeah. okay, God, I'm so grateful for what you've done. Instead mm. of just enjoying it myself, I am enjoying it, but I want to live now on purpose. I want to give, I want to serve people because yeah. I understand that I've been given much. And I think yeah. if more and more people in the, in, in these places of who yeah. have been blessed, understand that this, yeah. that you've been given much for purpose. Mm. That's really great, mate. I, I, mm. I think that's true. And knowing you and Catherine, you live a life of sacrifice and mm. love and I uh, just really glad to know you. You're, you're great mm. people, which is also part of this is that relationships come out of this and yeah. And stories, we yeah. get a lot of stories. Mm. The the other thing that I just been as, as you're just talking there, the other thing is that we've been very blessed to be to be brought up in countries that that we're hearing about Jesus is everywhere. Mm. Yeah, we've had the great opportunity of being around great churches, great leaders. Yeah, and and Bibles and now I, I didn't get saved till I was 19, but I I, mm. I could have like there was people around me, and I yeah. guess and. But I think one of the great things we get to do on this world is to share Jesus Christ with those who have yeah. never heard, have never had a chance. Yeah. And this is another area, I think, of, of rewards. Mm. And there's a scripture in Daniel that says, those who win, win souls are wise. And I just think there's a real reward in being part of a, a group that wins souls, um, loving people. Um, just, just a wonderful way to live our lives, isn't it? So I we can have that. And in heaven, we're going to meet people who have received Jesus mm. and say, thank you that you shared Jesus. You prayed for me. You reached out. And I believe that's going to be happening as yeah. well. So let's live with the eye on eternity. Back awesome. to you, Adrian. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Rod. It was an amazing episode. Really, uh, we're going to continue this chat uh, in the next episode. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about eternal rewards. So let's enjoy Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed today's episode with Pastor Rod, why don't you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this and we'll see you next time.